All right. Uh... <laughs> I had to. I had to. I don't know. It now would be way too self-conscious about the whole thing. Every time. All right. Uh, let's see. It's uh, October 23rd. Nailed it. Oh, 2020. <laughs> this is the Average Experts Podcast Movie Edition. <laughs> and I have with me today, as always, and probably for the foreseeable future, Mr. Sean. Hey, hey. All right, I'm Carlos, your nominal host. And today... <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> today we have watched Lord of War with Nicolas Cage and Jared Leto and Bridget, Mon- Bridget Monaghan and a few other... Uh, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hawke, yes, is the... Uh, what what department is he in? Do they even say? Is he ATF? Uh, Interpol. Oh, Interpol. That's right. He's in Interpol. Anyway, Lord of War. So, quick synopsis. Uh, uh, wait. You can't forget Bilbo. Was he in it? He was the he was the other arms dealer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's where I've seen him. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Bilbo Baggins was in it. Yep. <laughs> he looked a lot taller though. <laughs> Not much taller. But... Well, he was as old as he is. Right. Uh, I also didn't realize that he's dead. <laughs> oh, he is? He died June 19th of this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did not know that. Oh, uh, Rip Bilbo. Yeah. All right. I don't know the actor's name. I forget it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Ian uh, Ian Holm. Oh, Ian Holm. That's right. Sir Ian Holm. Yes. A lot of sirs it's out there. Uh, so, <laughs> quick synopsis <laughs> on the Lord of War. Uh, arms dealer coming out of uh, Queens, New York. Uh, name of Yuri Orlov, a character who's based apparently on an amalgam of characters, or real people, real arms dealers, uh, but the closest one, if you want to name a single character, would be a man named Victor Bout, who was uh, recently sentenced to 25 years back in 2012, I read. Anyway, uh, he's an arms dealer, and he uh, this is at the height of the Cold War, and he finds he has a knack and a talent for arms dealing. And he goes out and he makes lots of contacts, lots of money, supplies arms as usual, and the Cold War ends and his business takes off even more. Uh, I'm not sure I really understand the dynamics of that, but we'll just take it for true because the movie says it's true. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean, it makes sense. The Cold War is over, so Russia... Oh, right. A lot of arms were laying yeah. around, not doing anything. Yep. The Soviet Union had fallen, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of there's a lot of arms out there up for grabs. A lot of opportunity. Yep. Uh, sell also, firearms and... Uh, Tanks and yes, and uh, attack a, a helicopters. Big, a big customer of his was uh, Andre Baptiste Senior, uh, an actual, I think, historical person. Uh, was the dictator of Sierra Leone. Sierra Leone. Yep. yep. And uh, just treated his people brutally. Became president of Sierra yes, Leone. Became president. Yep. Uh, just brutal guy. Brutal. And his son also, the junior, mm-hmm. was a very brutal person. And um, he wants you know, the gun of Rambo. He wants the gun of Rambo, right? Because he is the Lord of War. Not a warlord, but the Lord of War. <laughs> and, uh, I, like you know, my, I like the way I say it better. Right. <laughs> you may be right. <laughs> um, so, you know, he starts out the movie as a very, very small arms dealer. You know, little backroom deals. Uh, eventually graduating. I mean, the movie moves pretty fast. Uh, mm-hmm. From him going from a very small arms dealer to an international arms dealer. Um, yep. Uh, Bilbo Baggins is the top head honcho of the international arms dealing, and he tries to interact with him, and he's like, you're peanuts, you're an amateur, get away. And eventually, you know, he comes to the point where the top dog is trying to kill him uh, because he's become he's, so successful. He's been surpassed. He's been surpassed, right. Um, he enjoyed the uh, the um, the one-up of having a relative in the Russian Red Army, 
mm-hmm. who had control and a lot of stockpiles of weapons. So he always got a good price and he got the first dibs. And, yep. you know, it's part of the reason why his uncle was killed in the movie because, uh, well, he was trying to kill him, but he got the uncle, yep. which, which kind of cut his legs off a little bit. But he bounced back from that. Uh, he spent a little bit of time uh, romancing his childhood sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Who was a famous model? Well, it wasn't even a childhood sweetheart. They had never met. That's true. They had never met. They had never met until way late. But he had been pining after her since childhood. Yes. Um, you know, and he wins her over. She kind of doesn't know what she does. She kind of doesn't ask. Um, but he becomes very successful. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually, the agent that's chasing him from Interpol, Ethan Hawke, Jack Valentine, which is a great name yeah. for an Interpol guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he. he is constantly it's got a real phone number on his business card. Real phone number five four six five four five seven. I think Eric yeah. uh, like five five one five. So call it if you I want look to that up. see if uh, Jack Valentine <laughs> is somebody you want to talk to. Uh, <clears throat> you know, and he escapes Valentine uh, quite a like, Iowa. two or three times. Five one five is Iowa. Is it Iowa? Okay, yep. I don't know what's in Iowa. Yeah, Interpol? so call anyone. Somebody call that number. <laughs> <laughs> Ask for Jack Valentine. <laughs> um, you know, he escapes from him uh, a few times uh, through some very uh, interesting little tactics, painting a boat, changing a, a, a freighter's name, yep. like mid, mid. Uh, I don't want to say flight, but it's not a flight, <laughs> mid-cruise, uh, to, you know, avoid being... Yeah. While as, at sea. While at sea. <laughs> to be avoid being tagged as the boat they're looking for, um, uh, landing the plane full of arms in a dirty little country, you know, dirty little country road. Dirt and, road. Yep. Giving away... Millions of dollars in arms to the locals who yep. stripped the plane later on. Yep. A great scene. Um, you know, but eventually, you know, it catches up with him. And, uh, you know, uh, his brother gets killed during a deal trying to do the right thing. Uh, yeah, although- so throughout the whole movie, Jared Leto's character, his younger brother, is got this this whole prob- the problem. The problem he has with it is, is moral. Um, it's these things kill people throughout pretty much the whole movie. I mean that's it's part of what leads to his uh, drug abuse drug, and, drug abuse yeah. and, and rehab in and out of yeah. rehab, which was kind of a little bit of a funny right. scene. <laughs> Just keeps going right. back. Yeah, <laughs> knows yeah. the orderlies by name. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, like I said, a fast moving movie, but very interesting. Uh, you know, Cage's character is very amoral. Mm-hmm. You know, he constantly convinces himself that what he's doing is, is fine. Is fine. It's yeah. okay. It's not my fight. I'm not the one. I'm not the one pulling. Yeah, I'm the just trigger. selling them. Right. Yeah. I'm, you it's know, you sell a guy a blender. If the guy uses the mm-hmm. blender to shop with his wife, how is that my problem? You know. Yeah, I think the excuse he gave was cars and cigarettes. Yes, cars. Those, those were the examples he gave. Yep. They, those kill people, and and you know, do, do you blame the car dealer? Do you blame the cigarette dealer? Yep. Well, now they do. They blame <laughs> the cigarette guy now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a very interesting moral conundrum. Uh, he makes a lot of money. Um, but he does cause a lot of death. I mean, not directly, but it, it doesn't matter if you know. And he, he takes blood it's, diamonds. It's, in it's the result. It's the result yeah. of his sales. Yes. Right. And and he takes blood diamonds in payment, mm-hmm. which is another thing. Um, yeah. The the whole the whole deal between him and Baptiste was very interesting. Yeah. You know? That was that was the most. Um, you know that that relationship Resulted in the most death. Well, that relationship um, was the most. Uh, what sick. Ex- no, explain like it, the most in depth out of all of his relationships. That's the yes. one that they went yeah, the most yeah, into. Right, right. Yeah, that was one of his biggest customers. Well, they they make it out like he's one of the. Big, he's also one of the most dangerous. Sure. Uh, 
um, you know, and the son is unhinged. Uh, Baptiste's son is, is kind of unhinged. And, uh, you know, Jared Leto knows they're going to kill this camp of refugees and he tries to stop it. Mm-hmm. And even though he destroys half the shipment, it doesn't change a thing. Still goes through. Yep. Still happens. They still kill the refugees. So, but at least he made an attempt. And I think that's part of what they were trying to say. You know, he tried. Yeah. He, tried he, he, he represented, in a weird way, he represented the good the in humanity. The conscience yeah. of, of the, the conscience that Nick Cage was lacking. lacking. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, you know, and in the end, he gets caught by Valentine. And, you know, there he is eventually let go because of his contacts with uh, higher military people in the U.S. Yep. I mean, he has dealt with every dictator and despot and... And on both sides, mm-hmm. you know, not just, I mean, he's not the biggest arms dealer in the world. The biggest arms dealer in the world are the nations themselves. Right. I mean, it says it at the end, U.S., U.K., China, yep. you know, all those places. They deal more arms. What do you say? They deal more Russia. arms in a day than I do in a year, Yep, which is crazy. Yep. Um, you know, it's just legal gun running. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Uh, but it essentially ends up being the same thing. Uh, yeah, know, it's interesting because um, the majority of the movie, too, is is narrated. Right by him, yeah. Yeah, which is which is a bit different, you know. Like a lot, I, a lot of that movie is just narr- narration. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of you know talking and interaction. No, there. I didn't. You know, I hadn't really. I picked up on that, but yeah, mm-hmm. now that you mentioned it, that's that's true. Yeah. So you kind of know. Well, no, you don't kind of know that he's going to come out all right. I wasn't sure if he was going to come out of it all right. I mean, it's weird. It's something. It's a, it's a character you want to root for, but don't want to root for. You know, he's not. He's not a bad guy. He's not a good guy. He's an amoral guy. Yeah. And no. Yeah. You don't. Helicopters are circling. I mean, you can, You don't. You don't really want to root. Like he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy for sure. And you're not really rooting for but him. But is he a bad guy? I think he's just amoral. And and can you call? No, he's amoral? doing something that he know. He knows it's wrong, and he's doing it anyway. Right. But that's I think why that's he has to talk himself out of. You know. That's why he has to give himself excuses and reasons. I guess. I. I just. I feel like he's just. No, immoral people really don't care. It's almost like being sociopathic. Yeah, I mean, he know, like he said, like he, he's like, he, part of it was like, I don't sell drugs, I sell guns. You right, know? And he had that hard line. He doesn't sell drugs. Like, yeah, but, but it's the same thing. But I mean, the only thing, the only, the only reason people have reasons or or you know uh, excuses is because whatever they are doing, they know they know it's wrong. Right. I mean, yeah. And he does try to go straight for a while. And, and he does successfully. Yeah, and he but and but he kind of gets forced back in by the Baptiste character, but he also didn't have to do it. So yeah, you know, I yeah, think but he, he enjoyed it so much. He enjoyed more. it. He was good at it. It was kind of like an addiction for him. It's very much, you know, it not not even close to the same thing, but very similar in the sense of uh, like his addiction to it. Please tell me you have seen the Hurt Locker. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, different, totally, totally different story, but right. very similar thing. It's you know he's addicted. Something to you've done that. for so long, yep. and you're good That's at. All he knows. And yeah, it's it's all you know. Yep. I mean, you kind of become a nerd to all yep. the violence that comes with it, mm-hmm. and you just go back to it yep. because it's the thing that makes you feel the most alive. Yep. Well, and he he said in the in the movie he was saying you know it's like this this is the first thing I found that I'm good at. Right. You know I'm actually good at something. Yeah, it really glossed over, and I was kind of disappointed, but I'm, I wasn't at, by the end. How they just jumped like within 15 minutes, they jumped from him selling his first Uzi to literally international arms dealing. Well, yeah, I mean it's implied that there's time. 
time in that. Well, no, 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 no. I get that, but I'm saying like it glosses over that entire time, which is probably a span of a few years. Yeah, well, I mean, it shows dates throughout the movie. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, I understand it's meant to movie the. Yeah, you know, meant to move the movie along, but I feel like it yeah. Well, I mean, been... he didn't go to like Russia and stuff. It was years. No, 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 no. Yeah. I get that. I get that. But I, I feel like um, some of the lower level arms dealing would have been interesting. They could have done a lot of oh, stuff. a little more detail. Into a little that. more detail on that could have had some interesting moments. Yeah, I can see why they moved it along because there was stuff that they wanted to get to, like his relationship with the uncle and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. His relationship with that tops arms dealer, mm-hmm. uh, Ian Holmes's character, his wife, his wife, his family. Uh, you know, uh, romance his and his wife. They didn't do a lot on the parents. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was funny, but. Um, I mean, they disowned him. Right, right. I mean, I mean it, that that was a natural consequence of mm-hmm. what happened with his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and even even Jared Leto. Um, I mean, the character was good, but he was in there at the beginning. He got a drug problem, and he kind of got out, and then it just kind of stopped developing his character. Yeah, well, he he wasn't involved anymore. No, no, no. I know, I know, but um, I don't know. I I just felt like. They could have gone back to him a little bit. I, he, what, nothing was really happening. He was back no, at the restaurant, at restaurant with, his pe- yeah. with his parents trying to get his life straight. And I get that. It, but it, that's what made it kind of jarring when he just said, okay, I'll go with you to, you know, uh, Liberia to do this arms deal. It just, it felt a little forced. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Um, but it was just, it was just showing like the bond that they had, you know. Yeah. A they bond, were bo- bond they, he was there for his brother. Times. Yeah. Bondy, you know, brothers in arms. He kept yeah. saying that phrase and he was, all right, I'll do it. You know, yeah. it was just, that one kind of got me a little bit as, as kind of being too forced. I mean, they needed him to be that moral conscience and to make that sacrifice mm-hmm. towards the end of the movie in that one particular arms deal. But I felt like they didn't show enough of his uh, unwillingness to be a participant in this after initially participating in it. Right. To really, you know, I I just didn't feel like if I was him, or if it had been a character or another, I feel like that character went, no, I'm done. Like I'm done, mm-hmm. done. I've got a life. It's safe. you know. And him just saying, oh, remember, brothers in arms. Okay, I'll go with you to this death zone and sell more guns. You know, just... And I understand he wanted him to watch his back, but... Well, know. that and there's... I mean, there, it's it's just kind of implied that there's a lot of history. You know, I mean, they're... Right. Yeah, it's the implied they have history a close that they relationship. don't develop. They have a close relationship. Right. It... it, it but it's not. I feel like it wasn't developed well enough. Yeah, but maybe whatever. not for the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. it's fine. The movie was still good. Mm-hmm. These are little nitpicks. Yeah, sure. Because not everything can be perfect in a movie. But it was a great movie. You know, we got to talk about the the title sequence. One of the best yeah. title sequences that I've seen. The life awesome. of a bullet from, yeah, from creation mm-hmm. till the moment it kills somebody. Yep. Which was just crazy. Yep. You know, done cool. really well. Um, you know, from from factory to shipping to. The Soviets to somebody in Africa. Yeah, well, it was manufactured in Russia. Oh, was it manufactured yeah. in Russia? Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, uh, the, uh, on one of the furnaces, there was the you know the Soviet star or the whatever. Cyrillic or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I didn't realize. That. So it went from the bullet went from being created in Russia to being sold in Sierra Africa. Yeah, and then being Used? shot. Yep. Through a, through a firearm into a person. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. Which Just, happened to be a kid. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Yep. And yeah, you know, um that was pretty crazy, the uh the boys brigade. Yep. In Sierra Leone. It's and I'm sure real it's thing. a real thing. Yeah, I, which absolutely nuts. You know. Yep. Or the brown brown. Brown brown. 
yep. gunpowder and cocaine. Yep, brown brown. Still don't still don't see how that wouldn't kill you somehow, <laughs> <laughs> or be really bad for you. I know that cocaine is bad for you, but at least you know you'll yeah. survive. That's what they. That, yeah, they were saying that's what they give the kids before they send them off to go fight. Right, make them just do anything, mm-hmm. kill anybody, shoot anything. Yep. Yeah, it's just nuts. I mean, you know, you see that stuff and you think about the kind of things that we have here and just the wretchedness of shit in other countries where they're just not a lot of tech, not a lot of, you know, infrastructure and just people constantly fighting for land, power, yep. whatever you want to call it. And just, just I mean, the whole thing about uh, when they land in that one when they land the plane mm-hmm. and they just give away all these guns and these people are completely willing to take all this ammunition. Yeah, like it's no big deal. It's yeah. like, sweet, awesome. Like right? Christmas came early. Right? And just nuts. Just yeah. nuts. And then stripping the plane. You know, obviously, like that happened here. It's like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, call me police. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah, you know, it just wouldn't happen here. Uh, but, you know, the reality of the situation in other countries is, okay, this is good. Well, yeah, I'll well, they all just made a bunch of money. You know, yeah. Or, yeah. or at the very at the very least, you know, if not protection, yeah. yeah, absolutely, yep, yeah. yeah that's the, and the scene where they hack hack apart, you know, hack up that lady and her kid. Yeah, um, I mean, that's a regular thing in Africa right now. That's yeah, a regular not, not, thing not in Africa. Not just in Africa. Too, too no, no, of course, but they're Eastern Bloc countries where yes. it's violent too. No, but Africa seems to be especially brutal. They're always, they're constantly at war with each other, which is crazy. and it's not even it's not even country versus country. It's no, these like, are civil wars. Yeah. Which is nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, how long can you have a civil war for, right? Yeah. Somebody's got to win at some point. But it's, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't, I mean, the movie's not about that, but no, it's, um, it's nuts. Yeah, I, I love this. I, I think the movie's great. Um, it's an R-rated movie, um, for violence and nudity and There's drug nudity? use. Oh, yeah, I guess there is. Um, Look at Brave. Yeah. There's nudity. Yeah, sure. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's it's on it's on my list of you know something that people should watch. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a really it's a it's a gnarly story, and it's just I think the gnarly really well thing done. about it is that it's a real world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's 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 based on reality, right? I mean, it's, like that's happening right now today. And 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 I didn't really get until the end of the movie the whole fact of like. Sure, there's gun runners out there, but they're not even the worst culprits. Right. You know, the culprits are our governments. Yeah, well, we we already know that. I mean, we know governments ship countries' firearms to... Yeah, I just didn't understand the scale. And it's, I mean, it's beyond that even. It, I mean, we don't want to get too political on it, but, it, you know, appointing leaders for other countries that we think are better. Right, toppling like, regimes. And, yeah. and that doesn't work. I mean, look at, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, gosh, the Middle East guy. Uh, not, not Bin Laden, the other... Oh, uh, Saddam Hussein. Uh, Saddam Hussein. Yeah. Who put him in into power? Right. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And they always come to back to bite us on the ass. Uh, I like the almost bit about Osama Bin Laden, though. <laughs> no, I never saw his checks bounce. Yeah, yeah. His checks bounced back then. He's like the one guy that he didn't <laughs> supply because his checks would bounce back then. <laughs> yeah, because this was made after 9-11. Yeah, this was... I, I, yeah, I want to say it was 2005 was when this was made. Yeah, So, but made after the terror attack. Yeah, 2005. So, yeah, so they wanted to make a statement on that. Yeah. I think probably because it was well, fresh. Well, and it went into, you know, like, I think the last date that you see on there is 2001. Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, so it, you know, it got relatively current to the to the date. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the movie was Did made. Did they end it? I wish I'd seen the date. Because if it was 2001, that September was the the date. Oh, that's true. 
So I wonder if they cut it off on purpose. Yeah, maybe. I think I think maybe out of respect or something yeah. like that. That's possible. Who knows? Who knows? Somebody look at the date. <laughs> so I got to give a shout out to Alaska because <laughs> apparently there's people there that listen. And Bothell, Washington. Who would have known? Jay, if that's you, let us know. <laughs> uh, we got a lot of California listeners. Uh, if you're leaving a comment, uh, leave it on SoundCloud if you can because we can't see it. <laughs> and we're not going to iTunes. <laughs> but hey, thanks everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, you know, what we'd like is uh, comments for movies. Uh, you know, once again, the uh, the criteria for us watching a movie is that uh, one or both of us have not seen the movie. So that uh, somebody has a fresh view, fresh set of eyes on it. Um, but we enjoy doing these. Gives us an excuse to hang out, watch movies. And then we talk about it and bore the shit out of you guys. <laughs> but uh, it's so far... There's a few people that like to be bored to shit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, everybody stay safe, and we will see you next what's, time. What's, what's, what's well, the oh, next oh, oh, next year, next time. We're going to watch uh, Leonardo DiCaprio movie, Shutter Island. Yes. I am currently listening to the Leonardo audiobook. DiCaprio and uh, the Hulk. The Hulk. Oh, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo? Yep. Oh, he's uh, he's uh, the other guy. All. I don't remember his name. The other Marshall? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His All. partner. All, yeah. Um. Yeah, so we're going to watch that. I'm uh, currently listening to the book because I like to do that comparison. You know, I just happen to be listening to it. And, I, you know, it's nice to do the comparison between the book and the movie. So uh, Sean's already read the book. He's already seen the movie. Uh, I haven't seen the movie. Well, I have. I own the movie. Don't rent movie? it. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, I did see the movie a long time ago, but I was half-assed watching it. So I'm going to watch it this time with some fresh eyes and uh, paying attention. Well, and it, it'll be cool watching it right after reading the book. Right after reading yeah. the book. It'll or be very right after listening to the book. <laughs> right after perusing the book. <laughs> All right, guys, we appreciate you listening. This is the Average Experts Podcast Movie Edition, and we are out.